Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Trace Finicaro. And... Insert random snake unfunny pun here. You've used that one. Got to make a new one. Yeah, come on. Insert another Top random unfunny snake. Uh, Good enough. Tom, 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 <laughs> Tom, make it, make it like a snow globe. Tom, 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 snack, snack. Make it Jewish in a snow globe, and also about a snake. Oh gosh. Um. Oh gosh. Uh, or 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 Orvo Orvo Snakeman. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tom, let's, Tom, uh, Tom, let's, Tom, let's let us. Let us begin. <laughs> um, so, Gunner and Trace, but mostly Gunner, the future of gaming is here, according to Google. It's here. And it looks fucking terrifying. <laughs> I mean, Google what, Stadia. What? If, if, if your like, livelihood is dependent on, like, this staying in business for, mo- for more than any of, uh, like, the, the litany of Google's it's canceled project slash Fox canceled television programs. Uh, let's I will I will put this in layman terms and I will sum it up. Try to sum it up in a minute for people that maybe not understand what I'm talking about. Stadia's hot Google, dog shit. Yeah, but people are going to ask what Stadia is. And what's dog year, shit? Dog shit is what comes out of a dog. Oh, Okay, now I get it. Well, actually, no. Stadia, yeah. Stadia is like if you were oh we gonna- <laughs> renting a, renting someone else's dog to shit on your this lawn. It's what we get when we when we ask Cutter yeah. to open. It's it's no. all it's all of the lag you'd experience if you were to emulate a Nintendo game on a TI eighty six, except you- you're paying for it. Oh, in- actually, yeah. yes. So, sorry, when Google came out. Uh, about a year and a half, I want to say a year and a half, two years ago, they they announced Stadia. Maybe it was even just a year ago. What their idea was, we, you would be able to beam your gaming to any screen, essentially, and you know, you, you it would be essentially a broadband gaming service. Um, they claimed it would be running at high resolutions, uh, minimum sixty frames per second. Um, and they essentially what their plan was was essentially to do away. They were trying to put like the stake in the heart of the uh, of the console. console. Yeah, the consoles. They're pr- trying to make consoles obsolete. Essentially, unfortunately, when they rolled it out several weeks ago, <laughs> the problem is that it's just a big pile of dog shit. There's immense amounts of lag. Uh, there's quite a bit of um, uh, what's what's the word when. Uh, when they like downgrade the graphics, is it just downgrading? Um, I, I know what you're saying. Um, there's there's two issues with it. Number one is it's streaming a video, right? So yeah. it might be claiming to be high definition, but it when you stream, you don't actually stream every pixel on the screen. It compresses the image and then it gets decompressed when it comes to the screen. And that's why, like, if you download images like really nice wallpapers from the internet, sometimes, like, the colors don't look as crisp and it's because it's been compressed and then decompressed. So it's, it's a lossy image. Um, it lossy is actually the, the best word for that. So the, the downsampling is probably what you've that's, read. That's, yes, that, but, that's what um, in addition to that, some of the games aren't even at the resolution that they were promised. Right, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, they're like, oh, everything's 4K, right? That's the promise. It's like, we're the first everything 4K. So and they're like, not. Do, I mean, it, a lot it's, of their it's games are. Effectively, yeah, it, it, it was. It, it's a product that they've changed what it was supposed to be depending on when you talked to the marketing person. But the, so, so like, it's 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 basically just a streaming video so there's two parts to it which is that like that streaming video that you're seeing but the really the only crazy thing that they brought to the table is that they made the, they made your controller basically a, a network connected device so you know like you do you play a game now 
and the the controller's talking to the device, you right. know, your, your local device. Yeah, and, the, the controller is essentially. But the like a Stadia controller is effectively. I am talking to it's 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 a computer all by itself. Did, did I just interrupt you? Is that how bad latency is right now? <laughs> yes. And then I shut up. Hi, you. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, just keep oh, going, run with it, gutter. Just keep going. No, but it's so like tick tock, uh, tick yeah. tock. <laughs> it's All right. like a challenge. Yes. Uh so so like the, 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 the big thing the big the big Talk thing right was, is um that the um the so the controller's directly talking to the server. Instead of going through some intermediary, except, you know, America's broadband infrastructure is absolute dog duty, except if you lived in, live in, like, California and the one of the big cities there. But, um, because the other thing was, is that originally when it was pitched, it was supposed to be like, oh, this is like the Netflix of gaming and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, meanwhile, it's like, okay, so you have to pay. So there's kind of a free Stadia service. And there's like a subscription one, but you have to buy all your games for the subscription one. And there's no like, there's no like, hey, I bought, you know, like if, if I buy a game on Steam or the Epic Game Store, or good old games, or even like the freaking, even the freaking dog duty ones like, Beth like Bethesda, Bethesda is more consumer friendly than Google's one. Because at least if I buy it on there, I can move it to another machine. Google, yeah, when Google inevitably cancels Stadia, you just, the, it's, you, at least, like, Microsoft at least gave you your money back for, like, their ebook thing. Google, Google's, like, like, account people are specifically kind of, like, no one will give you a straight answer on what happens if Stadia goes away after you've paid for these licenses, because the gist is that they just took your money and, and, and deal with it, but nobody wants to say that up outright. So Connor, I'm going to interrupt you just a little bit here. Um, I don't know if it's going to interrupt you now or five seconds later, but the I, hopefully the gap gets filled. Yes. Um, so a couple of points you covered. One is the, the kind of the, uh, the consumer issue that it's creating when it comes to the ownership, right? And that's, I think that's something that video game owners, some of them are strongly against. Some of them really don't care. Um, a lot of people are buying their electronic games now. You're right. Microsoft usually has a way um, of handling um, the electronic purchase. However, uh, what I've been hearing, yes, people are complaining about the money, but what I've been hearing more, and I really want to hear what Wade has to say, because when we introduced this topic, Wade was talking about how the internet was in an uproar about this. And this is kind of, I, I kind of feel the same way. I feel like the people are polarized one way or another, whether it's good. And like my personal opinion, I think Google probably could have made a free app called Retro Game. They could have licensed a couple classics like Sonic and Nintendo. They could have tested the streaming and the latency with very, very simple games before getting on these big games and launching a bigger service, right? I mean, it's like Netflix started off as like a little tiny branch off of their already functional video rental service. Uh, Google just wanted to launch themselves as a major gaming platform, yet relying on technology that an infrastructure that does not yet exist in the United States to Gunner's point. So what is this controversy on the internet? Because I think I got a taste of it, Wade. So, so Stadia rolls out and you have all of these, it's, essentially it's with these gaming YouTubers and a lot of YouTubers and they're giving it like glowing reviews essentially when it's really just a piece of shit. Like they are, <laughs> they're being essentially, they're being very dishonest about it. And they're also doing things like, oh, you know, we're going to promise some gameplay, but they, there's no game to play to be found because like they can't hide it. You know what I mean? Like if they, if there was some actual like let's plays, there would no be no way to deny that the, that the, the service as it is 
it's complete trash. So, so, so are you thinking that that these YouTubers are bought? Essentially, is what you're saying. I don't. I, I'm not going to go as far as to say that. Like Google has gone and said, we're going to give you all this money, but you can only say good shit about this. As it is that these YouTubers are saying, okay, they they just they know what the drill is. If I if I if I pump this. I'll a be in the good graces of Google, and when the fucking next ad apocalypse happens, maybe I'll be spared. But right. b if I shit talk Google, like I could be in serious trouble. My my YouTube channel could be in fucking serious trouble. So I, I think it's they have no problem. A lot of these people, a lot of these guys are are shameless shitbags that just you know they make video game like videos for a living, and mm-hmm. that's good for them. Um, you know, I, to be honest, they're a bit envious. Uh, of some of them, but no, that being this, said, is this the integrity? Sh- is this shitbag that they're made out of related to Stadia? Like, are they actually made of Stadia? Is their body composed of? <laughs> At some point, I think Stadia got inserted somewhere, <laughs> the rectum of their fucking ear. I'm not sure which one. So, but it's what's interesting is 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 how how you describe that, um, because. I got into an argument with uh, with an old colleague on Facebook about how shitty Stadia was. And of course, I haven't used it. So my opinion is based on the reviews of others. So I really haven't formed my own original opinion yet. I'm just repeating those of others. However, like I saw I saw on, on, on launch, I saw people in Europe claiming that it took four seconds between hitting a button and then something happening on the screen. And for, there's no game on the planet that that works. Right. Not even like the old, like, get, get Marge from The Simpsons and hit people with vacuum cleaners side scroller. You can't have a four second delay. You can't have a one second delay. You can't have a half a second delay. It, the game becomes unplayable. So I've kind of share the opinion that it's really requires an upgrade of technology and infrastructure that we don't have and if the servers aren't close enough to you your latency is going to suck if somebody in your network is saturating it because they're what you got fucking three kids watching watching streaming tv at 1080 or 4k for fuck's sake it's the experience is not going to be good but with all that said this this gold colleague of mine is saying how terrific it is and uh he also is a big fan of the Chromecast <laughs> as his preferred set-top box. And that's when I'm really like, no, you're just brand loyal at this point. You, yeah, absolutely. You, you're not actually yeah. consuming. Well, cause, like, I, and I have a question for, for Gunner. Go ahead. So if this... Um, were like Korea or like any, maybe even Japan, any advanced nation that has like legitimately awesome internet for all of its citizens, would Stadia, do you think Stadia would still be a turd or would it actually kind of work? I think that there's two things going on here that fundamentally tank it, which is that one, the game companies themselves are not going to let you do a Netflix of games. The revenues, you know, it's, it's their, 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 their revenue stream is basically locked to you buying multiple copies of this thing. You're kind of wrong on that already because game pass is like the Netflix of games and game pass is fucking awesome. Yes, but Game Pass is. Aren't still... we talking about two different things, though? We are. We because, are because because, <clears throat> and I don't mean to, to interrupt you, Gunner, but the the idea of the Netflix of games, you have to go back to the original Netflix, right? You have to look at how Netflix rose to what it is today. Netflix wasn't producing ten million dollar TV shows when they first came out. They were giving you reruns of shows that people didn't even know were available on DVD, and, and people I, are like, oh shit, look. There's friends. I I did. I, I never would have thought of buying that. I'm gonna watch it. And then their fucking kids are watching it years after it's been off of the air. Years well, after people wouldn't even. You can't even buy it in the DVD bins um, at 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 your electronic sections. And now all of a sudden people are like, well, I 
I'm actually perfectly fine watching reruns of TV shows because I never watched them to begin with, or it's been so long, I don't mind watching them. That to me is the Netflix of gaming. Somebody buys a back catalog, right? I'm talking like how much has, how much would it be to, to license the electronic version of ET on Atari, right? How expensive would that be? It's one of the worst games ever, but it's one of many titles that you could license and launch with this quote unquote Netflix of gaming service. But no, instead they're trying to appeal to hardcore gamers, right? Not people that just kind of stumble upon the service, but people who have very, very high quality standards for what they want to consume. So, and I know where you're going with Wade and I completely agree with you. Xbox knows what they're doing and they're doing it right. But I feel like like if Stadia really wanted to do it, they should have grabbed at the the lowest cost, highest um, retention video games, stuff that kept people glued to their TVs, not big names, not even high resource games, so they could scale their servers. So here's 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 the crux of this though. When you talk about Game Pass, Game Pass is not. Game Pass is not streaming the game for Microsoft's data centers, right? Basically, it's like you... xCloud does, doesn't it? I thought it was still dumping stuff. I no, I'm still here. <laughs> xCloud I don't does, use PC. I don't use PC, so I don't, I don't know how xCloud necessarily works. So <clears throat> I, I was just comparing Game Pass to like the kind of like the subscription-based well, and, gaming. And, and, and I guess Xbox's description on Xbox.com is streaming console quality titles from the cloud, no waiting for downloads. Okay. So xCloud, I mean, it's in beta, but xCloud is doing exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, but also right? and, and they actually have a vested interest in not failing. I, I think right? that, they don't I, want to tarnish right. the brand. Yeah, but I think also X XCloud's basically so this gets in the, this gets I think we've kind of covered that too. Not to say that Google doesn't have a, a, a metric ass ton of data centers, but I think Microsoft got very big on how they scale their infrastructure out for Azure, which is I think where I believe that's kind of living. And I guess the other thing is is that I. I I kind of, I kind of see like if there, if anything with the streaming gaming services, I see this kind of going down the shithole that we have with the streaming wars right now, where the big publishers basically, you know, like right now, you talk about you know X Cloud or whatever, but you know, like my Microsoft solution is kind of the Netflix of it already, because to to go, maybe go back to Wade's thing because that that's like they're the first mover that actually had a usable platform. But Activision Blizzard and you know Zenimax and Ubisoft and everyone else, they're gonna like just kind of go off in their own tangents and bring that stuff in. If Ep, you know, unless, and, and I can see what you're like saying, Epic, unless like because somebody I, with Epic does it. So what you're saying, I think what you're saying, Gunner, is they could just lease, they could just license whatever tech is winning from whoever creates it, right? Is that what you're saying? Like you want to play, um, you want to play Fortnite, you download a mini version of it, and you're actually streaming the game instead of instead of having to wait for this like well, this thirty gigabyte download onto your PC. Well, is that really what you're saying? Like yeah, all they like, have to do is license the tech from Microsoft. Microsoft's still going to make a lot of money on it because it's their servers, and then the, the Netflix of it kind of dies. And we're seeing that today with streaming services because Netflix started off as the big guy. But now there's a lot of competition and even there's a lot of content you can't get unless you download an app for a specific network. So is that kind of what you're talking about? Well, yeah, because I, I guess we're, this is where we're, where we've, we've kind of seen it already where the only thing that the, the only thing that kind of disrupts the market is where somebody has literally like billions of dollars that they can piss away on a misadventure, like 10 cents funding epic to just basically buy customers on mass right now and yeah but you know what i i've played like i played <laughs> kind of embarrassingly but i've been playing pubg mobile it runs amazing like 
there's something about the cell phone that does a stellar job. My my son has the uh, has the the iPhone three A or whatever the hell it's called. Um, it's like it's like or not iPhone. I'm sorry. I'm messing up my brands and my brain. He has the Pixel three A, and um, <clears throat> it's like the underpowered version of the Pixel three. The Pixel four just got released, so it's it's a year old, and it's like it's like the um, it's the underpowered version. PUBG Mobile works great on there. I get a brand I get a brand new laptop, right? Now the laptop's not built for gaming, but I get a brand new laptop and I install PUBG. It barely fucking plays. Like oh, I have to turn down all the graphics settings. You also need an NVIDIA so card I, and all that stuff, but so in a little yeah, but why? I mean, in a little bit of defense of what Tencent's doing, their games run well. Like it actually runs well. There's there's no dropping of frames. It's it's clear. The only downside is it's on an itty bitty screen. So so here here's the other crux of this is that Tencent is effectively what Google is the is basically the the Chinese equivalent of Google. Yeah, except Google's never released a good game. Well, no, no, no. But, but Tencent's well, released t- tons Tencent's, of good games. Tencent owns a bunch of pub developers and publishers, which is maybe this is this is this is like either, you know, I guess maybe that's the crux of it too. Is that like does Google have any killer content that they're pushing on this platform to really kind of focus that experience, or is it just like we're gonna be, we're gonna be we're just gonna kind of create we're gonna create the, the the because really what Stadia does feel like is it's one of those projects that somebody got like the only way that I get noticed is by launching a project that doesn't necessarily need to be successful. It's just you know like. I got I got a Google project launched. Ergo, my you know, like I I move up to the next step in my career. Like, there's not it doesn't. Yeah, I, it, but what you're you're kind of saying is that is that Google managers and executives are just care about their bonus and they care about getting another job. And you, what you're really describing is just corporate America, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could pick on any company with that business strategy. Oracle's under fire for that right now as well. But I still say you don't need to launch an original killer game. You can do. Why didn't Google beat Tencent to the mobile bid? It's because they don't know how to make video games. That's really what it comes down to. Tencent shouldn't have won those bids. It should have been another developer. But Tencent was great. They 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 did it, and whatever revenue they're getting, they must be kicking back a portion of it for licensing, and it runs great. I mean, the game engine runs great. It is it is. That PUBG Mobile is one of the nicest looking games that I have on my phone that I, I didn't pay for. All the I rest of them have banner ads and pop-ups. That one just asks me every time I sign in if I want to buy a new outfit. I dismiss that, but it it's it's great. The gameplay is great. The graphics are great. I but so, I might be punished by the gods, but I think ironically that's actually Unreal Engine. Is it running on mobile? Well, it runs great. But I guess my point is that Google didn't need they didn't need some crazy original content. They could have actually pulled a Netflix by going and grabbing the stuff people didn't think about. And I'm actually surprised nobody's done it yet, right? I mean, a company like Google could afford to offer that service for free and then scale it up, you know, or offer it for dirt cheap and then then ask a little bit more money each month as your catalog grows. You know, would you pay 99 cents to get access to, you know, 4,000 Atari games and 200 Sega Genesis games? I paid, I think it was $2 just to play uh, Sonic 1 on my Fire TV. By the way, it runs amazing. <laughs> I want more. I want more retro gaming brought to the Fire Stick because it runs amazing. And you know what? I don't care if it has to download or I play it in the cloud. I just wanted to play the game, right? I just wanted to hear the stupid Sonic song that you hear on repeat when you're playing level one over and over. I, I I think that there is a market that they missed. and uh, But I also feel that, like, Wade, maybe some of these YouTubers are just brand loyal. Like, maybe they're just blind. No, they got Google blinders they're, on. They're absolutely brand loyal. I think they just, they, 
they'll plug it for whatever reason because they get the ad the the stadia ads run on their you know on their site they're they're they're, they're just trying to get paid and yeah. unfortunately they're long-term trashing their credibility as like a game reviewer or like as a streamer or whatever you know what i mean like it's it's unfortunately going to long-term hurt them um but what are you going to do like maybe it won't have you seen that with like larry king have you seen any of those larry king yeah about about stadia no where he's plugging a product and you think it's a real it's, it's a real episode have you seen any of those gunner no no Gunner, are you still there? Yes, I'm oh, still okay. here. <laughs> it's it's really strange, but it kind of supports what Wade's saying. Is um, he's like 15 seconds behind us right now. Hi, Gunner. In the past, um, hi, Trace. So, in the future. Uh, I was I was flipping through the channels and I was like, oh, hey, Larry King's on. <laughs> Holy shit! Really? Like <laughs> so 10 bad. seconds. Um, I was like, hey, Larry King's on, and. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like, like he was talking about how great some product is, and he was like interviewing this guy, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is like a two-hour infomercial. Yeah, that's uh, troubling. I'm like, I don't even – does he still have his show? And I'm thinking to myself, and I really honestly don't know if he does or he doesn't, but I'm like, man, what, maybe this is the only way he gets along is he needs to do infomercials now. It was creepy. Yeah, it's – you're creepy. It's it's it just I don't know. It's it's dirty. I don't know how. I don't know when the Google Stadia project is going to die. I don't know if it's going to last a couple more months. But honestly, at this point, I mean, it's failing so miserably, and it's gotten such a bad public re- release. Like people are are comparing it to the Ouya, which is like pretty fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> And if I were, if I'm Sony and uh, Microsoft, I am thanking Google so much because it's obvious that like the future of gaming, at least the near future, is still the console, and they are both releasing in twenty holiday season twenty twenty. What I don't get is by now, why haven't they standardized their fucking controller uh, protocols? Like they're all the same goddamn controller at this point. It's all like the Xbox controller, essentially. Yeah, they all have the same buttons, and it's like Google, people are already complaining about Bluetooth controllers and lag. Right. Like, we're pushing the limits of Bluetooth because there's latency in the protocol, and it actually adds a little bit of latency when you hit a button. You just got that latency, and you wrapped it in a web request. (laughs) So now everything that you do on the controller is actually talking all the way out to the cloud just so that it could talk back to your computer. There is no possible way for this experience to be good. Yeah, like even even the the first person experience is ruined, but like you don't e- you don't even talk about like competitive multiplayer gaming. Like it's just not an op. It's not even close to an option. Yeah. Well, Gunnar, you said there were a couple things as to why Stadia. The first one being that games are not going to license to Google and whatnot, but. Again, well, the, you didn't quite answer the if the well, internet speed was better, would this be an issue? Well, so and I guess the, here here's the thing: like even the internet speed, the, <laughs> the, the, the 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 internet speed is a massive problem, and it's just it's not it's you know like American telecoms are not going to let that get any better, and Google every time somebody asks Google about that, they kind of just hand wave their way and they'll say that the the vendors you know like the vendors will just make things better, they'll feel a need to make things better, and it's like why they're not the one delivering a product, they're not the one delivering a gaming service. They don't you know, like I, I I have my shitty internet right now, and this is all I'm stuck with, and. <laughs> You know, it's it's Frontier's not going to make things better. They've been sued yeah, by multiple kind of state. A... They've been they've been sued by multiple state governments, and Frontier basically told them to eat shit and die. Yeah, your internet. Uh, we've talked about it before, but your internet is it, it is kind of a fucking so you saying it will travesty. Work? So, Gunner, are you saying that it will work? No, I'm saying <laughs> that it will here? never. It will just it. Uh, even here, it's like 
there's like noticeable freaking latency between country. Like what? You can't. I like as it is right now. There's that struggle trying to like play people in different countries. I mean, like coast to coast internet is shitty. Like there's there's yeah. a like I got I got this but, I got this kind of I'm not to me. Sorry, go ahead. But I'm not talking player to player experience, right? I'm talking about I hit a button on the controller. I want to see him jump. Like well, that. Uh, the, that the, the, the will other, it be usable? Well, no, so, <laughs> in so best here, case scenario. So here here's here's the other thing about this, which is that Google, at least you talk in these conversations, they were saying that they expected developers to do updates for their games to accommodate for these behaviors. And all the developers are kind of kind of kind of like eat shit and die because but I, I guess the the the, the, pro the fundamental problem is is that I, I can't see this not getting forced down our throats at some point. There's too much. There's too much money in moving, converting people from a software license model to a persistent software subscription model. They want to put that. Yeah, you know, they but, want, but they again, you're back to ownership, Gunner. You're back to ownership, right? You're back to ownership, which which is fine. But that was your first point, which I think you made. Um, I think what we're really trying to talk about is is regardless of who owns the game right regardless of where it is if it's going to be good for the consumer will the experience ever be good enough being when you hit the button on your controller it talks all the way out to a google server which moves the character and then sends the image of that moving character back down to your screen, and then he moves. Will that latency ever be at a point where the consumer is happy with it? I, I'm inclined to say it won't happen unless the there is some type of short circuit between the controller and the Chromecast where you can fake it, and it looks like he's moving. I think I just found your next project trace your next business what, yes what what we just said or something you just found what you just said oh well, faking and, and, it well it's yes. but it exists and gunner knows that it exists there's technology that microsoft created and they're probably using it in their fucking um x cloud service um they they own a really nice technology um for doing something very similar with computers and Gunner knows probably knows exactly where I'm going, but it's the best experience I've seen. And people don't even think about it, but they use it. Most people use it every day. If you're a telecommuter and you have the option to work from home, usually um, you you have a way that you can remote into your machine at work. That technology draws it on the client at the same time that it's executing it on the server, right? So you get the visual feedback that you need. So it feels responsive. And in some ways, it, you really are moving it on the client, but it's fast. It's snappy. It's responsive. I haven't seen any, any other company even come close to that experience, except for what Microsoft has done. It's um, called remote desktop or RDP is the protocol. That's really what you kind of need to do on the gaming side. Well, but it's very know, complex because you have situations where the situation that you just simulated is different than the situation that actually rendered on the server. Right. Well, and, and people are, gets, you end up with bullets going around corners and people skipping across the screen. So the, the, the crux of this, and we kind of look back is that unreal or, or I say Epic, Epic has spent, you know, millions and millions of dollars building this into unreal like it's actually part of the game like because i was looking at it for my augmented reality project there for a while but they they've built it into their game engines that they they have this capacity internally and they're kind of tweaking at right, it but it's, right. it's, it's just like you know and again it's like at what point if everybody's using you know you kind of like we're, we're kind of in this almost if you want to be the next big player, you have to like be attacking six different approaches at the same time. You know what is it? You're, you're doing the Xanatos gambit, so no matter what happens, you win. 
because you know if Microsoft. So let's say Microsoft's solution isn't you know like Microsoft or the Xbox doesn't take off as the single deliverer for stream. You know next games. It's like okay then, but you want to you're gonna have to pay us to use our technology to do it anyways, and we still win. Or this, or you know like in like an Epic, it's like Google doesn't. Google doesn't really. I don't see Google succeeding because Google doesn't have a lot of options on like kind of getting getting this launched. Like their their thing is that we're you know like they're trying to do that like data center hosted experience. Maybe that's maybe because really we talk about I don't games, see Google succeeding because all of their executions in the last ten years have, have not been very successful yeah and they they don't seem they really don't seem to have the spark that they did when they you know when they were years ago i mean remember the launch of gmail remember how crazy that was how exceptional that was to a consumer you remember google drive the launch of that google voice the fact that they allowed anyone to just have a virtual telephone number which by the way google voice has been crippled and crippled and crippled and it's even stranger now people like me who have google fi as my cellular service i had to forfeit my google voice account they use the same technology under the covers they wouldn't let me keep a virtual number and a google fi number i had to get rid of my google voice account so any you know anything i was using google voice for the experience has now been downgraded they came they had something called google wave it was a, supposed to be a replacement to chat it was a threaded chat it was kind of like discord before discord launched but they they fucking dropped it they had google plus right it was supposed to be a competitor to the social networks but it fucking sucked it tried to like billboarding your news feed and you're reading left to right and top to bottom the user experience was terrible and some people that i really like and respected used the platform because they wanted to get away from the facebooks and back then the myspaces of the world but the service the service was canceled um it, and it seems like ever what is it? What do they call it? There's like a certain time of the year, right? Is it November or December or something like that? But each year they just shut down all of these services. Yeah. They haven't really been impressive lately. So to me, Stadia is more of like, yeah, I really didn't expect them to flex their muscles and actually pull this off because they would have had to change course as a company. They would have had to think, change course. I think the problem with Google is um, they're in some weird space where it's like they remember what they used to be and everyone remembers what they used to be and they long for those days. But the fact is, is like they've been since becoming publicly traded really and, and their stock rising so much. Like they are now just another corporate fucking yep, it's the man. monolith, mm-hmm. and they are the man. They just they just need to embrace it and and just forget about their, you know, their fucking. They they just need to for, forget about their fucking what they used to be. You know what I mean? Like and just join the rest of the shit bags, well, the so, landlords essentially. So, so, so here, um, so Gunner, here's, uh, it's sad to say. So here's the thing too is. Um, th- is part ahead. of the is, is part of the problem that Google's business model was based on monetizing customers or monetizing their users versus getting income from users. So like my, you know like Microsoft like Microsoft it's always been like even with their like third party stuff it's like you have customers paying paying you for services and. Google's one is basically we have all these users in this, you know, it's, it's the, the internet thing, which is that like they're selling, basically we're monetizing the information we're gathering from our users versus providing a service to a user that they're directly paying for the use of. Like, you know, I, I think that's a fair question. To, I think they were versus business to user. I think Google was poisoned by the well, right? What happened was, Google came out with this idea. They said, hey, if everyone uses a search engine and a web browser to access the internet and the internet has everything, then everything that they use should be in a web browser and on the internet. And they got poisoned by their own well. And now they're trying to offer 
they're trying to compete in sp- in a space where the browser just can't do it like video games it worked great for email. And the reason that it worked great for email is because the browser had just gotten good enough to deliver an experience that people had on their desktop. I mean, people that work in an office know what I'm talking about, but like if you, you, if you work in an office, you use this really, really clunky program. Some people love it, but it sucks called outlook, right? And outlook is your way into all of your emails. And if, if you use any webmail service, Yahoo, uh, Gmail, even Microsoft's own Outlook.com website, the experience is better than the old school Outlook app. And what happened is people liked the experience so much on Gmail, plus they didn't have to worry about running out of space, that they ju- they all switched. Like overnight, they all switched. And Google starts scaling up their servers. They're able to do targeted advertising. The model works, Right. That was a great idea. And then they found that like that all of a sudden video sharing was moving to the web. So they put all this time into reinventing the way that we did video. They 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 worked towards better high quality streaming video formats, right? They worked towards standardizing them, making them open. And YouTube just exploded and it was a great investment from them because yeah that's part of the problem though that's i I feel that's part of the problem though it may be weighing them down but from a technological perspective right they got something oh yeah that we used to do do you remember how we used to watch cartoons on the internet before youtube it's 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 difficult to remember but there was only one way to do it gunner gunner probably remembers 15 second in the future gunner probably remembers well i mean like you know but you had you had um what was it um oh, freaking adobe flash yes um uh, that was it why was my right brain so people or, or shockwave Newsground. people actually yeah yeah exactly websites like like newgrounds and stuff like that they people actually had to like animate pictures moving across the screen using flash it was a completely different experience but it's because the bandwidth wasn't high enough right google helped to 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 compress the video and to standardize their formats and they improved video streaming forever right and we can thank them for that but then they're like oh hey we're going to make our own operating system we're going to call it chrome os Oh, and the only thing you have is a web browser. So, so in order here's, to put an app on. Well, and I guess the other I'm thing keep is venting for a second. Sorry, that's okay. In order to put an app on Chrome OS, you needed to go to the Chrome Web Store and install some shitty plugin, which was really just kind of like a website running inside your browser. It was terrible. It's like, why don't I just go to the website instead of run the app? The user experience was bad. It was so bad that they decommissioned their own Chrome web store. And now the only apps you can install in Chrome OS are Android apps. Android apps do not run in the web browser, right? It's a full-blown app that runs on the computer. So I think that they poisoned their own well, and they they thought that they could do everything in the web. So Stadia was like a couple of these fucking asshats at Google that are sitting around, and they're like, hey, you know what? We can still do everything on the web. We fixed streaming video. Let's see if we can launch a video game platform. And instead of doing some limited prototype beta where you're using like like I said, fucking Sonic the Hedgehog, because people people will pay ninety nine cents to fucking stream Sonic the Hedgehog. Instead of rolling out a beta like that, they just tried going full bore with something that was not technologically feasible. But I guess the question is: is will it ever be? <laughs> and that's something that I'm not sure about. I don't really see technology evolving that way. I, I know what you're saying, Gunner. I think eventually it may be the only option that we have, but I still think that we need something to render the game locally. I don't know if we can stream a video game with good latency. So here, here's one other thing to think about, and the, maybe this is you know this, this is where my brain kind of goes off in its own tangents. So Google, Google's biggest investment isn't so much in the services it was in the information it could gather and it wasn't even just for the advertising stuff 
it was for doing all of what they used to call like human augmented uh, human augmented computing because mm -hmm. they were getting these huge data sets to basically train these machine learning systems and you know like we did advertisements so that, you know part of the advertisement too was like they could track engagements because they could build context for like you know you know like the things that you know build relational links that kind of stuff that like wouldn't necessarily jump out you know like the, how you refine it and you're talking about like google adsense right you're talking about their adsense network yes because yeah. you know but, but but part of that too is that like when they when they got youtube they could you know basically build mechanism you know like through just 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 analysis they could determine mechanisms that say okay these concepts are contextually related mm -hmm. you know like by engagement like how long you watch a video and it's like you, you, like you know mm -hmm. part of it is like how we say like you get a whole bunch of weird shit that's suggested to you but they're using those they're, they're building demographics well but but for, for analysis they're, of people but it's also for their machines yeah, but they're building they're building new age demographics, right? I mean, that's really what they're building out in, in the idea that they're going to sell it. But haven't they kind of lost that game? I mean, people spend so much time on Facebook, they don't even go to a Google search anymore. So much so that I see questions asked on the daily that could have been solved by fucking searching Google. Like yes. every single day. It's it's insanity. Well, you know, it's, it, it, it's, nobody's using Google anymore. They lost the battle for Google AdSense, like Google AdSense is a dead product because they didn't get in bed with Facebook early enough. And now it's all these terrible, terrible clickbait uh, articles that are learning everything about you. Well, you know, no. And I, I guess this, this is, this is kind of, this is, how'd you put it? You know, maybe this is where I, maybe this is where I get to Huna Huna Crystal stuff. Or I think I, I go, think go to Huna Huna Crystal. I think whatever that means. So, no, so, so I think part of this is that what the ultimate end goal product of these companies are, which is that Facebook and Google, and you know, I mean, I, I don't think micro, I don't think Microsoft's in the same bat, but even like the Chinese ones, they're trying to build AIs, and they're using people to tune, they're using their customer bases to tune the ability for these machines to kind of derive meaningful conclusions from the information that's coming into them and google from a stadia perspective you know like you say like the latency and stuff like that if you have an ai that's interacting with remote devices you have to solve this problem of the latency like, I'm not saying that, you know, it, it's it's not like a physical, it's not like, it'd be one thing if it was just a physics doesn't allow you to do this kind of shit problem. But for ultimately the product that they're, the product stack that, you know, these guys are trying to do, someone has to solve this problem. Because, the you know, like, you, 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 you know, dystopian future aside, if you're going to have an AI basically run the robots off out in the distance and stuff like that you need to be able to communicate and convey input with latency low enough to be able to do meaningful work. And I, you know, it, the, the game problem is the same as having a fucking hunter killer big, you know, like, like little dog running around trying to peck off dis, dis, dissenters and stuff like that or running all your farm equipment or anything else. You know, like it, it's, it, it's that reality, it's late, you know, it's latencies that are capable of actually physically interacting with the real world. And I'm done. Yeah, like I like I, I know Gunner so well that I knew he was gonna switch to that gun and, and shoot Wade with it. <laughs> Video game gun guys. I don't condone Gunner shooting Wade. I don't I don't in either. real life. Although did you did you see that the uh, has Hasbro is RFID chipping their Nerf guns now so that if you try you can't fire unauthorized Nerf darts through their Nerf guns? 
that's that's funny. that's funny. It's that's weird though. But I kind of don't blame them. Like, we bought a bunch of generic darts, and we have a we have a motorized Nerf gun, which is fucking crazy. It actually has a clip. It's probably against the New York Safe Act, but it has a clip, and you can put a bunch of Nerf bullets in it. And uh, if you put the generic ones in there, it jams the fucking gun. And what bothers me the most is they look identical. Like I don't know what the difference is. It's like it's like it's just off by a hair but it'll shoot the fucking nerf bullets all day long you put a generic one in there it jams it up but how how messed up is it that gun control like ammunition and gun controls are more practically implemented in nerf guns than they are in like hasbro has a <laughs> you know it's, i just saw the red band um the red band thing on 60 minutes um talking about the uh their attempt to man uh it's like a reactive law so if somebody is if somebody is being if they're mentally ill and they're suspected to having weapons then you can get a court order to go in and just take all their weapons for a year yeah i just saw like all that all that red band stuff did you um, did, did, I, did you actually see the have you been watching um watch or red i'm sorry red flag laws red flag laws have you been watching um, Watchmen? What's that? Oh, what? no! Is it good? Because I loved the movie. So, oh, the, 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 oh, it's it's so it's weird, but um, I I think weirder than the movie. I take it because the trailer looks really dark. I think like darker than the movie. I think it's actually better than Westworld. It's shorter. They like had a very like they just fit. So they just finished it. So you can binge Which it. Which show? Watchmen. Watchmen, the series. Oh, so it was. Nine, uh, Tizer said it was actually really, really good. It was nine episodes. They just finished it, so you can sit down and binge it in one go. But, nice. Um, no, because one of the one of the things in it is that like that's like because of police brutality issues. The police are not allowed to fire their guns unless they get approval oh, from yeah. no, but like there's an actual the, that all their all their guns. Yeah, are, the crazy dystopian bullshit. Well, no, no, but it, but the thing is, it terrifies so many people that concept. I know, but it, it's 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 just like I think I think. It's weird because it's relatively close to our t like the because like the like what we're watching basically takes place in 2009 in that like world. So it's not like that far off, but it's just this weird. It's it's like the man in the high castle kind of. Unsettling yeah. future scenario, except like it's like everything's kind of familiar, but not. Um, yeah, man, the high castle was good until they started going in like like multiverse interdimensional stuff. yeah, yeah and like, i heard oh that. wait this is Jer i don't know which character i'm looking at right now jeremy irons is 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 awesome in it and it's got lewis got and, and lewis got said junior got work so i mean like i'm always glad when he gets a paycheck <laughs> so uh speaking of shitty gaming experiences i <laughs> upgraded my mac <laughs> And I upgraded up my Mac. By upgraded, did you just dump it in a pot of boiling water and call it a day, or did you? Uh, yes. Did you? Yes, that's did what you, I, That's how I upgraded. You, did you it. stick? Did you stick a thumb drive in it because you can't replace the hard drive or memory or any of its moving parts? Yeah, you know, you know, in the movies, there's always that girl that gets like some bubble gum and she sticks it in a carburetor and it fixes the car. Yes. Did did yeah? Did, well, I thought I could that? do that by dumping. I thought I could do that by just dumping stuff onto my my Mac. I thought maybe it would make it run better, just what like did you, a carburetor. What, what did you dump on it? Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, did I tell you guys I got it repaired? I, I was hoping that was a no. segue for you installing Catalina, but yeah, I know I should. Yeah, I did. I I actually the keyboard started acting up on it, which I guess is a notorious problem with this okay. model. Uh, has a very um, notoriously bad keyboard, and uh, um. <laughs> that it was the D key that was giving me a hard time. So all the guys, you know, oh, that I chat with on Slack. Yeah. They just keep talking about how my D is broken, which is 
a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, no, Apple replaced that under warranty. So that's really not that exciting. But what is exciting is when they replaced the keyboard, they gave me a new battery. So it's like the battery one, lasts. The one replaceable part. Nice. It's yeah, but like nothing serviceable in this thing. So, but anyway, yeah. So I did. I upgraded to um, the latest version of Mac OS, which I can't tell if it's stable or beta still because when I go to their site, they still make it look like it's beta. But um, I'm pretty sure it's official release at this point, and it's called Catalina. It's 10.15, and they did quite a few security changes in it, which is really fucking weird. Like it asks me if a program can access my downloads folder. And it sounds like it's not that annoying, but I mean, like, you're using Google, you just downloaded something, and then you go to open up the downloads folder, and it's like, hey, can Google open your downloads folder? And it's like, you fucker, you're the only reason I have a downloads folder. Did you, <laughs> Why are you asking me? Did you see anything about how in Catalina that they, at least at least with the newer Macs now, that they're bringing in the same thing like with the iPhones where it like does hardware checks on all the devices, the devices that in the yes. Mac itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Yep. Yeah. So like the, in the right to repair has a pretty big problem with this, but what you're describing Gunner is that when you replace a piece of hardware inside the Mac, which again is not really serviceable anyway, but when you replace a piece of hardware, there's like a special program that, Apple technician needs to like reprogram the computer to tell it that you have new hardware, which is strange because usually when a part dies on a computer, you just buy a new part. You usually don't need to go to, you know, the Apple store to some um, genius bar and have them, you know, plug in a computer and essentially like program your computer to recognize the new part but no i saw the same thing too that like in some cases the computer won't even boot with the new part unless a certified apple technician uh gets his hands on it and that's fucking scary and i don't like that but uh so this with this catalina it asks which and it's nice. It asks like to access your camera, which is pretty cool. Um, it does have a little light that comes on if your camera's on. So, um, you know, hopefully if somebody's watching you, you know, with your pants down or something like that, you notice the green lights on. It's not a big deal. You just fucking turn your camera off. Um, but like it, it does ask a lot of questions, but the biggest biggest change that I got hit with, because all those you just kind of click, uh, you know, yes, you can always access my downloads folder, Google Chrome. Um, the big one for me was uh, they removed all 32-bit application support, which sounds like a no-brainer. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's fucking 2019. Why do you need 32-bit applications on your computer? And I honestly couldn't think of a reason I would need a 32-bit application until I upgraded. And I realized that some of the apps that I used for some reason were still 32-bit. But in those, like, whatever, I just can't use them anymore. But every single game, like, at least that, that the ones that are installed in Steam, I can't play any of them. Because they're all 32-bit still? Yeah, I don't... And I don't understand why. Like, if if Steam's trying to keep compatibility with, like, ancient Macs or something? Um. Well, no, because it actually... because. I wonder if this is, yeah, it helps to finish, if I finish a sentence. Because there is a whole thing about this on the Linux side of the fence for Steam too, yeah. which is that there's some mm -hmm. like compatibility libraries like for like Photon. I, I think it, because I wonder how yeah. much of it on the Mac well, Photon is, is Photon is, is, is actually wine. Yes. Right. So that's actually like a Windows emulator essentially and it's just allowing you to play the windows version of the game that's not an option on mac mac i'm talking like native games like uh like a good example is like half-life half-life 2 um counter-strike uh uh csgo um like that 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 catalog of games yeah for some reason they're only 32-bit and well, i no, don't hmm. get it like well, i don't understand but, why but again is there is there some like compatibility layer slash dependency library that they built 
back in the day that they just have never gone back and and that that could be very likely gunner because yeah that could be very likely because another announcement that apple made was that they were finally pulling OpenGL, and OpenGL is very common for game developers to use for all their 3d stuff and it's like okay well what do you use instead of OpenGL? well apparently apple has their own proprietary um, 3d engine that you're supposed to be using. The problem with that, of course, is that these game, these, the, the, some of these games are too old. Half-Life 2 probably won't be rewritten for. Well, it was. It was only. It was only. Yeah. It was engine. only. It was only OpenGL or Direct 3D. And since it's OSX, it doesn't have Direct 3D support. So yeah. Right. But it but OpenGL's still there, so they could technically do it. But man, that's the one thing I didn't anticipate. Um I was gonna play CSGO uh when some of my friends were over and uh I, I went and it wouldn't fucking launch. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And it turns out it's because I updated my fucking Mac. Can, like can, it's can, perfectly capable of playing it, but Apple took out the support and Steam doesn't give a fuck. Can can you play it on Stadia? <laughs> it works great. It's just like yeah. being drunk, except I don't need to drink any alcohol first. Why don't you? Why it's don't just... you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you Steamcast from an x86 PC or like a Windows PC <laughs> to your Mac? That's actually that's actually not a terrible idea because <laughs> that actually I've I've heard that works okay, but you probably still would have some 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 delays. It's actually that Steamcast. Is we cool. we were um. I mean, like we were playing uh, Dragon Ball F- Fighters uh, over Steam Link, and it was like playable. F- for all intents and purposes, you didn't notice any difference. Wow! If, I mean, like as long as long as you oh. have as long as you have a local link. I mean, as long as your actual home internet connection is not too terrible, mm-hmm. most games are playable in that environment as well. Oh, Steam. Did you see all the controllers they were giving away? Yes. They weren't giving them away, but they were essentially giving them away. Did you see that, Wade? No. You- oh, I, I know that they were that it's pretty they're pretty much dead. Like nobody's using them. Yeah. Which shocker. Uh anybody that games could have fucking told well, you they that. Dis- and they, everyone they, that did they, was a serious gamer did tell them that. They disintegrated. Like there was actual structural issues. Oh, no, but this iteration. Those touchpads are shit, dude. It's you're you're never gonna you're trying to compete with with a like a tried and true controller design. Yeah. Well, but like you're never gonna compete with a fucking with, with sticks and buttons. You, it's just you know the one thing I liked about them, and I I, I kind of it's it's kind of missing is if the idea were successful in some way, shape, or form, even if it was some type of convertible controller, you could use those touchpads as a mouse as a mouse pad. Sure. And it actually worked well. Like I heard people preferred them to a mouse on their computer because they 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 could use a controller for gaming and they could use the controller for their mouse. So they kind of liked it. The downside is is that anyone that's used to a DualShock controller is going to throw that thing in the fucking trash. And yeah. and Valve threw them in the trash. They 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 were selling them for five dollars a piece. So they were essentially giving them away for the money it cost to ship them. Well, the ste- the steam because the Steam Link kind of had the same situation going on too there at the, at the end of its life. But um. You know, one of the things, one of the big things that they talk, and like it kind of came back up, but like Steam's new VR, the the their Valve's new VR system that they're selling. Like mm-hmm. one of the big things with the Steam, the, the one of the Steam controller was that like they went very big on these non, what do they call them, like non-planar touch surface controls. Uh huh. Because like you know that was that was the big thing with the Steam, like you know even as dumb as that sounds, like because the Steam touch pads were not flat surfaces they were they were kind of they were you know like they were concave but it's this idea that you can you can make controller surfaces out of just not you can make conformal control surfaces which is like a big thing if we're getting into vr because you have the sticks but the sticks are kind of crappy how do i do fine input on this yeah or i'm sorry go ahead do you think at some point no that's fine do you think at some point it's going to be like balloon material and like the the joysticks will just rise up out of the material. And then when you don't need them anymore, they'll just sink back down. 
I think that if anybody's kind a crazy of like a little, like a I little think, cat boner. Yeah, I think if anybody's a crazy enough bastard to try it, I think it's going to be Valve. Yeah. I mean, you know, Val- Valve's big thing Man. at this point is deliver. You know, like delivering Wait, how you play a game. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, oh, shut up. It's, it's okay. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, it's I, fine. Don't, I don't. We've reached. We we have passed the one hour mark. Oh shit, is what, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I don't. Well, I don't know what time. I, time flows differently for me. It does. What well, Gunner's it does. Gunner's actually talking about a completely different topic that we were talking about 20 minutes ago. Right now, so. <laughs> oh shit! I'm in <laughs> That's the past. The future. <laughs> yep. Oh, but wait, wait, man. We're picking topics that are hopefully are, are interesting because we're spending a good amount of time on them. I, we like start the start the podcast with like three topics and we get to like one. Yeah, we do. One of the third. Yeah, we have a, <laughs> like I barely got Catalina in there. Um, I tried. But it's good because like I, I like the Stadia topic because we covered Stadia like at like at the first announcement. We covered it after the initial reactions. And now that it's kind of been out there in the market for a while, I like to talk about it too. Plus the whole like, you know, the, the whole big picture stuff, I think, is interesting. It's interesting to to look and anticipate where the market's going. And uh, I don't know. There's probably a thousand podcasts that talk about video games, but I think we take a yeah. an interesting approach at it, a technical approach at it. You know. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I mean, who else talk? Who else? You know, can compare a steam controller to a cat penis? It's true. I did it. It's a good point. Well, you did. It's, and, it's- and I mean, I'm touching both of them right now. It's a rocket ship. And with that being said, we did it as far as going in over an hour on this podcast. <laughs> so we are uh, thankful for everyone that's listening, all six of you. Jeremy Ackerman specifically, because he just messaged me on Facebook asking why episode 69 is just getting posted. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we, we were too busy reflecting on 69 yeah i just i fucking post when i want to post no one gives a shit on facebook anyway anybody that listens to us listens to us on anchor or maybe uh spotify we get very very few plays on facebook facebook's actually i'm gonna say is complete trash we get it's it's better on Instagram. Is, is better. Facebook's not good for podcasts. Period. Oh, it's terrible. Like how it's hard? Fucking, it's a waste of time. How hard would it be for them to just embed the goddamn player, so you right. could just click play? And you right. know what? For fuck's sake, do it like you do with an instant message. When they do an instant message, you can click around in Facebook, and the instant message just stays down in the corner. But no, yeah. heaven forbid, a fucking video or audio does that. Fuck you, Facebook. Yeah, and it's in your shit too. And stop asking me to fucking spend money on ads like it's gonna fucking bring in regular listeners. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Let's go. Bu- but let's go buy. Let's go buy some listeners. Yeah, seriously. They'll, fucking- they'll all have an opinion too. They'll feel like they're vested into our company. Fuck Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, we will. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> right, right, that snake. <laughs>